Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. All right, Chelsea, let's talk Week 10 in the NFL. The best of the best. Chiefs, Eagles, and Dolphins are off this week. So are the Rams. So there are only three games featuring teams with winning records. Let's start with Browns at the Ravens. Ravens minus six. Ravens minus 250 on the money line. Browns are plus 200. Total set at 38 and a hook. This line has moved from Ravens minus five and a half to Ravens minus six. Seeing little Baltimore money come in. How are you going to play this one? I really like the under here. Certain games you look at with a better's eye. And it's Mm -hmm. not anything depending on the matchup. It's not the X's and O's. It is just a situational spot. Doesn't this look like a situational spot where maybe you take the underdog when everybody is saying, oh, but the Ravens look amazing. The Browns look terrible. Why would you consider the Browns here? Because it's the AFC North. That's why we have seen Mm -hmm. like, look at the Steelers every single week. Nobody wants to watch their offense, but yet you'll see them in these like divisional matchups and they'll pull out some like wins out of their back pocket because it just feels like the AFC North is that type of division. So if you want to play this one conservatively and you don't want to pick a side, Jenks, I think you're spot on here with playing and under. The Browns defense for the majority of the season has been one of the best defenses in the NFL. I know that they have had some slip-ups. Like I remember playing an under in the game where – they gave up 38 points to the Indianapolis Colts. So it's not like this is a complete lock, but I still would lean towards the under here. I think both of these teams are going to want to try to run the football a little bit more. And plus it's the AFC North, the black and blue division for a reason. So I would hit the under here under 38 and a half and also a slight lean towards the Browns and the points. I feel like AFC North divisional dogs, I would mm. love to see that trend. If somebody had it, I would love to see it because it feels like it would be a long-term probably winning play. Yeah, I I, I love the under in this game. I'm going to play. This is going to be one of my plays this weekend. Maybe I'll bump it up a little bit, lay some juice. You know how I love to do that, but I don't even think you're going to need it. These are the two top defenses in the National Football League, number one and number two. And I like the Ravens laying the points. I like the under here. I just feel like if you look at Deshaun Watson and how he's played since he became the quarterback of the Browns, A, he's always banged up or not playing. And even when he is playing, he has not been effective at all. Like he had a he had a touchdown pass to Amari Cooper last week. And yeah, you look down, you're like, oh, that's a touchdown pass. That pass was batted 
at the line of scrimmage or close to it, went up in the air and just kind of fell into Cooper's hands in the end zone. Very lucky that wasn't picked off. And just overall, he has not been a very good quarterback. The Ravens lead the National Football League in sacks. So you're talking about a quarterback that isn't that good anyway. And a Ravens defense that will be able to get after him. I like the Ravens, but I really like the under based on the two defenses here. How about the Niners and the Jags in Duval? Niners laying three. Niners minus 150. Jags plus 125 on the money line of Adam GM. And your total is... 44 and a hook, Chelsea. Let me defer to you here. The Jags have won five straight, but this seems like a good buy low spot on the Niners. So how are we going to play this bad boy? I think this is one where you probably need to wait and see what the injury report looks like. Because two huge names on that uh, injury list for the 49ers. Trent Williams, the offensive tackle, who's a perennial all-pro, one of the best offensive linemen in the game, is questionable for this one. Uh, The line here is that they hope he can return to practice uh, sometime this week. So we'll have to wait and see on him. And also Debo is questionable for this one uh, as well, although he was on the field for practice. So it looks like he is trending in the right direction and could be playing for this one. If both of those guys go, or even those guys go, I think this is a great buy low spot on the San Francisco 49ers. Although I think Trent Williams is the more uh, meaningful of these two players because we have seen what Brock Purdy turns into when he suffers a little bit of pressure. Uh, Like I said, Trent Williams is very good at uh, protecting that offensive line and protecting Brock Purdy. So we'll see. But as of now, the lean is a hard lean towards the San Francisco 49ers. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Yeah, I here's the thing. I agree with you, but this just seems off to me. It seems like a trap to me. I, I, If I had to bet this game, I would bet the Niners as well. But it, it feels like to me Vegas is just begging you to take the Niners. It's only three. They've had the week off. Debo is back. They traded for Chase Young. Like everything screams 49ers. But yet the Jags are sitting there as a home dog. I don't know. I'm not going to play it, but I I honestly feel like Jags' money line might be a strong play here. I'm kind of all over the place with this game. I just don't know what to think about Jacksonville because even though they have this winning streak, they haven't exactly played a very difficult schedule. I think the Niners are the right side. It's a stay away from me, dog. Saints and Vikings. Saints minus two and a half. Chelsea Saints minus 145. The Vikings are plus 120. Total set at 40 and a half. Chelsea, what's the winning play? Is this a misprint? Oh. The best of the best. And we have the Saints and the Vikings. <laughs> like, come well, on, man. I don't on. know. They have winning records. They do, but like, would you put them in the best of the best? I guess by definition, mm. with all those other teams on bye weeks, somebody's got to fill the card, but it's definitely not a game that I will be betting on. I don't feel like this is the time to buy in on the Vikings, who needed some last minute magic from Dobbs, who is a great story. 
I will root for Josh Dobbs. I think he's a great person, mm -hmm. but we have seen what happens with him in larger sample sizes. Yes, he had one start where he led them to victory over the Atlanta Falcons. And I will say they're playing another team from the NFC South who's probably just as bad in the New Orleans Saints. So uh, maybe the Vikings getting points here, but it kind of feels like a trap. I don't think we see a great game from Josh Dobbs in that many games because I saw him with the Titans and he was not good, but neither are the Saints. At least the Saints' defense is somewhat good. I don't know. This game's not making the card for me. No, that's, uh, it's, it's not the most definitive you've been when making an argument, but I get it. Is this a game you really want to bet? I'm, I'm kind of with you. No. I will say this. I like, <laughs> you're right. I like the Saints. I like the Saints here. The crazy thing about the Josh Dobbs story, and it is a great story, is that he didn't know any of the plays clearly because he was not supposed to start for the Vikings. Kevin O'Connell, after the game, was hoarse because he wasn't just putting the play calls into the headset in Joshua Dobbs's helmet. He was having to explain the play calls. So he was saying, all right, here's the play call, and here's what's going to go down. So by the end of the game, he didn't have a voice because he's telling Joshua Dobbs everything that he's going to have to do on this play. And even more incredibly, Josh Dobbs on the fly processed all of that information and got the win. Pretty incredible, but Saints have looked better on offense. I'm laying the two and a half with New Orleans, even though, like you, not my favorite game on the slate. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.